My mom's gonna slap me for wasting so much wrapping paper. Happy holidays! That's Christmas. Merry Christmas! Is this? Here, stop! Is this a festive jingle to start off the Christmas That's episode? What I'm hearing. You gotta be kidding me! You bet it, it is. is! Are you? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Sing along! Bells on Bob Till ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to let us dance all tonight! Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh! Hey, jingle bells. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah, baby! Ladies and gentlemen, or should I say, ladies and gentlemen, somebody coined that, trademarked that. I don't want anyone taking that. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, guys, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. I am just the holliest, jolliest, freaky festival maniac that you've ever seen this side of the Mississippi. I'm having a great time and I hope you guys are here to have a swell holiday theme time with me as well. Take a look around, okay? Look, look. <laughs> Would it even be Christmas if we went all the way out? Like, what kind of festive energy do we bring if not all of it? You know what I'm saying? So just a round of applause for our producer, me, for putting all this together, right? The extreme lengths and effort and money that went into this set. It was it was a lot, okay? So that poor guy, me, he, he went through a lot. It, it took a severe amount of time, and we're really appreciative of that guy. Again, he's... But... It's uh, it's swell, man. I mean, look around. Look the tree with the gifts. There's the, there's presents, actual gifts for my friends and family. Okay, did I buy them just so I could use them as prop? <laughs> but you know, when they get them on Christmas morning and they open them up and say, "Hey, Tristan, why'd you get me a pack of underwear? I didn't ask for this." And I'll say, "Dude, maybe it's nine ninety five, but now that's been on the show, market value skyrockets." Right? Okay, there's exposure, right? So, I, look, you can't shake it up at all. I mean, you can maybe shake your screen, try and figure out what it is. But, you know, look around if you're watching it. What'd you get? I have no idea. There's so many things to look at. It's nice. The fireplace, ooh, right? There's there's cookies. There's milk. It's it's probably all gone bad by now because it took a long time to set up. Again, our producer. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> dude, you thought we were done with this thing? No, I don't care if it's the holidays. You never take a day off from self-improvement. Hey, that's Christmas for you. So there's a lot to it. Look around. Take your time. I would say close your eyes and just embrace it and be in the moment, but that would defeat the purpose of you know, seeing things. So there's a time, and you can spend the rest of the show gazing around as you please. But again, it was a lot. It's a lot of money, right? The budget stays at zero, and we keep spending more. I talked about this in the holiday Halloween episode. My holiday fiascos, they keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. What am I supposed to do? How do I top this freaking crap? I have no idea. Next year, I, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm gonna be Jewish. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to convert, right? I just, like, no offense to the Jewish people, but you slap open a menorah and a dreidel, and you call it a day, okay? That's what I need to do because I, I, can't, I can't afford all this, right? This, this the... Uh, the there's a tag back here, okay? There's a tag in the sleeve. You think I'm not returning this? I can't I can't afford this kind of production. That's just not what this is. I'm returning it, I'm turning it all. But for now, let's just pretend that it's a permanent part of our set and just enjoy it for what it is. But yeah, dude, I, I might I might have to convert. Also, here's what I'll say about the, the Jewish holidays. Okay, Hanukkah, right? 
as nice as it is, and I know you can't celebrate Christmas because it's a very, you know, cultural and religious aspect of the Jews. Christmas is celebrated by how many atheists? All of them, right? Like, it's I, it's about the birth of Christ, but that doesn't stop them. If I was Jewish and I saw these people, like, hey, you, you, don't, you don't believe in that. This guy gets to eat a candy cane present, sets up the tree and all that. He didn't do anything. You know, I'd be a little upset. But uh, I wish everybody could just celebrate all the holidays because holidays are fun. Are they not? There's songs and music and game and togetherness. And it's a, it's a really swell, beautiful time. So I wish we could do Hanukkah. I wish we could do Kwanzaa. I wish we could just all do Christmas and just have a, have a beautiful time. We're all people. We're all enjoying this thing and love and family and the God and the Holy Son. And it's, uh, it's beautiful, though. So I'm feeling great. And not everybody is feeling great, okay? Holidays, as, as fun as it is, can be very stressful, all right? That's how it is. Peeps be having a hard time. Some peeps be jolly. Some people be stressed. Peeps be under tension. But other peeps should be understanding of other peeps, okay? So it can be a little difficult, man. My brother, for one, he was, uh, he was just having a little hard time having a private convo with the fam upstairs. And I'm not going to talk about the private convo because it was private. But the point is that if you're having a private convo, go somewhere private, right? This happens a lot in this family if we're having a private conversation. They do it in the lobby, the foyer, the foyer, if you're French, right? That's not what private conversations are supposed to be. And now every time I walk in there and they're talking, yeah, so what? Right. You just shut down. You feel awkward. It's like, dude, I just need a glass of water real quick. You know, you're in the main thing. Hey, 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 you, you, you. Scram. All right. We're doing something. So it's hard, dude. That's not what private conversations are for. If you're having a private conversation, you don't go in the living room. You go downstairs around the corner. You duck behind a washing machine and say, hey, tell me your secret. Right. That's not fair. So that's not how I how I do my what is going on here. That's not how I do my private conversations. And it's just a little difficult, but you know, let's, uh, let's pray for everybody who's having a great time out there and for everybody who's not having a great time, right? Some people are, are really stressed out. There's, there could be money or maybe you're just really missing your family and you're having a hard time because you're with your family, right? You know what I'm saying? It's tough, right? The holidays can be tough, but there's a, there's a silver lining anywhere. You just got to look hard enough. But I hope you guys are having a beautiful time nonetheless. And if you're going through something hard, maybe you can just listen to this podcast and we can, you know, dance and we'll do whatever we do that we have a great time. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your traditions, whatever that brings. Um, oh. <laughs> That's Christmas. Holidays are hard, right? But whatever traditions you guys are doing, dude, and what I wanted to say about traditions is that traditions, by the way, suck right that's just how it is traditions we're doing this because traditionally we've always done it you know like old traditions you guys didn't have a lot of cool stuff back then that's not fair to this right like we got to go sit outside in the freezing cold dead of winter on the corner of a street next to a building and watch sparkling light because your 95 year old grandma took you there when you were younger and now we're suffering for generations look i get it it's a connection you miss your mama, your grandmama, or whatever it may be. It's a way of remembering her and doing that to kind of honor her. But look, you grab a family portrait and go bowling, all right? We don't need to go and do all this. Let's let's do something new. There's different ways. So new, fun, exciting things are happening in the world. We don't have to keep on doing that. But it's traditions. It's tradition. Traditionally, we suffer together as a family. That's Christmas, okay? So 
it can be nice or it can be bad. It really depends on what family you got born into. You know, it's a luck of the draw. You pick a card. Oh, we're doing this. Ah, geez, right? Luckily, our traditions, uh, it's the star short. <laughs> that's an, that's an, that's an uh, stew. <laughs> that's Christmas. But <laughs> our, tra our traditions are, are pretty nice. We, we go to Sugarin Falls. It's a little valley here in Ohio. It's a little Christmas village. Super Hallmark. And there's not much to say about it. We get a pizza. We just kind of walk around it. It is cold, though. But that's yeah, everywhere. But there was one interesting thing that happened. And, and I am trying to really dissect it recently because it just happened last night. We were about to go into this ice cream parlor. And we're standing there as a group, as a family. And this kid runs through the crowd. Hey, hey, sir, 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 sir. Runs right up to me. Hope and love and glimmer in his eyes. And he's holding a dollar. He says, Will you do a backflip and I'll give you this dollar? Can you do a backflip for me, please? I don't have any more context to this, except I, I looked at this kid with nothing but hope in his eyes. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I, I can't, you know? And you know how heartbreaking that is? I've never broken a poor soul before. I watched him. He went up so happy, so full of light and life and energy and you know whatever else was filling him during the holidays. And he ran right up to me, of all people. I don't know why. Hold his camera open. I was going to do something, you know, just entertain and build it. He must have, must have just sensed my natural charisma, but it was hard. It was heartbreaking, not only for him, for me, but I've just been thinking about this kid. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that again. So now I've been Googling how to do a backflip because I, I got to know uh, what are the chances I land in another situation like that again? Probably zero. But the, the amount of disappointment I bestowed upon this kid will never happen again. So children out there listening, if you come to me in the middle of some random Hallmark Valley and you run up with your money and say, Tristan, can you do a backflip for us? I'll probably say yes. It depends how I'm feeling. But at least I'll be able to do it if I can, right? So it was, it was sad. And it, it's just you keep thinking about that. You know how hard that is to break a heart? It's not easy, guys. It's just not easy. It was a little flattering, though, because there was a group of family as competitive as I am with my brothers that I'm like, hey, you know, he ran up to me out of all us. He sent some natural athleticism. Now, granted, I couldn't do it, but still, he's, he, he sensed it. He made the assumption, and that was nice. But, yeah, so learn backflips, people, because you never know when you a, a poor soul might come along and you might shatter his dreams. But that's Christmas, right? So... <laughs> What else happened down in the old sugar and in the traditions? Normally, we go to a popcorn shop, which sells it's an ice cream place, but they're called I don't know. It doesn't the semantics don't matter. Anyways, place was closed, so we went to an ice cream parlor to the side, and this particular place is still doing samples. As soon as we get in there, right? You remember samples of ice cream? I haven't seen people get a sample in decades, even. Okay, here's my thing about samples. If you're over the age of six and a half, you don't get a sample. That's not what this is for. Samples, right, is for a sampling for a child. When a kid rolls up in a stroller and his dad says, hey, do you want the avocado ice cream? You want that? He spits out. He says, no, we don't want that. Pete, Pete, no, Pete. Okay, let's stand, standard chocolate, right? That's what the samples are for. Not for a grown lady who's waking me wait so I can get my ice cream. She goes, this one? No. This one? Mm, this one? No. And we're going down the hall freaking line you try them all actually never mind i'm full i'll skedaddle okay so we're waiting they're filling up doing all these freaking spoons they're breathing <laughs> this one right and we're like ah you can wait you don't sample the food that's rude it's disrespectful because listen here's the thing sometimes in life 
you just have to regret a purchase, right? And if it's if you lose $2.35, you blow it. That's just the way it is. Not everything in life is an Amazon package that you can return to sender, okay? So you got to take a gamble, and sometimes you're going to lose. And it's on you to make that risky decision. Was there vanilla? Was there chocolate? Sure, you could have done that, but you went with you went with this? What? The devilest tasty bread cake or whatever? I don't know what the flavors were, but there's gluten and, and you know, all that. It doesn't matter. You took a shot, you lost. That's just the way that it is. You don't go to another restaurant. You go to a nice joint and you say, hey, what are the specials today? Oh, a porterhouse. I'll take a sample of that. Can you just rip off a slab of meat and I'll try it and we'll see if that... No, you don't do that. It's nice. It's cuisine. It's food. You just buy it. If it's not right, it's not right. Take it and move on. And now I got to wait so we can't do this thing. So, but anyways, that's Christmas, right? So <laughs> we wait for these people to sample all of them. Felt like ages. And when it, it it's my turn, right? And I know that I'm going to take a gamble. And I'm not going to ask for a sample over it. They got vanilla. They got chocolate. And I've been doing something recently where I ask for people's description of a taste of food before you order. You know, whether it be a McDonald's or an ice cream place or a restaurant. You know, no matter what. Because at a restaurant, you might be like, hey, how's the burger, right? What's, what, what do you think of the burger? And you're asking a very personal opinion, which is dicey. There's too much, right? You get a vegan all of a sudden. Like, yeah, no, I, it's disgusting. Meat is murder. Murder. You're like, hey, can we get a carnivore over here? You know, I can't leave that chance. But I like asking someone to describe the flavor because it takes out all opinion. There's no opining in a description of a flavor. I hate beans, but if someone asks me, hey, how do the beans taste? I'm like, you know, it's a little, it can be a little fried, but it's got certain pasty textures and a certain nutty, you know, thing. I hate beans, but I can describe it in a very platonic view. So I've been asking people to describe things. I'm looking at the flavor and I see brambleberry. Now, I don't know what brambleberry is, but uh, I got pretty excited about it. And also, it was a different berry. I've never heard of a brambleberry. All right. Now, most berries, let's just admit it, are like the weakest of all the fruits. It's the least creative. You got blackberries. Why? Because they're black. Red raspberries. Why? They're red. Blueberries. Why they name it that? Can you imagine? Okay. If you look at a strawberry, you know why the strawberry came from? It's because when the woodlanders would bring their fruits to the market, they would hang them on a piece of straw. And people say, hey, what's the berry hanging on the straw? What do you call that thing? They go, oh, strawberry. And that's that, right? True story. Look it up. Okay. Berries, they got no originality. So when I see that, I see brambleberry. I'm like, oh. Brambleberry, isn't it? It's like bramble, like the bramble bush that berries grow on. I don't know why the brand, the bush gets a more, you know, tastiest description of a flavor than this freaking berry. Berry. Like, hey, can I get the bush flavor? Anyways, long story short, this is the longest story I've made about ordering some ice cream. Hey, so anyway, going to this and this, but regardless, that's Christmas. So. <laughs> I, I see it. I'm like, I want this freaking bush flavor, but I want to ask them, well, how would you describe this? And it, 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 it starts, it sparks an interesting process in someone's mind because they go, oh, right. How am I, I going to describe such a flavor? And I see the, the cogs and gears turning in this lady's eyes. And she goes, so kind of fruit pie-ish. And I go, I'm sold. I want it. And she keeps trying to describe it because now she's started. I'm like, hey, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was just going to start it. But 
here's why I do it is because it's it's not only an engaging. I bumped it. Doesn't I'm only adjusting because I knocked it. Okay, that does not count. I do not have to suffer for that. But anyways, I do it because it sparks this personal engagement. Not only do they get to think a little bit more, right? Because they've been serving out samples all day long. And for the first time in their life, they get to actually talk and engage in a beautiful conversation and think about their job for a second. So she describes it. I say, yes, I want it. But not only that, but I want it immediately. And I make them feel like they're the greatest salespeople of all time, right? You go and you walk into a BK and you're asking for a Whopper and you say, hey, describe the Whopper to me. You say, it's, oh, it's a beautiful texture and the pickles crunch in such a magnificent way. And I say, I'm sold. You're amazing. It's a beautiful, tasty experience. It's a good thing to happen. So I've been doing that lately and it's fun to just watch people even just try and describe a flavor. I don't know how to describe a flavor. What do you, what do you, what do you want from me? So it's cool. The reason I started doing it was because I worked a job once where I was outside of a bar and I was dressed and all that thing. And I'm, I'm yelling, hey, there's repeal day. Come on, come on. And I was doing this thing and people would come up to me all day saying, hey, dude, you're the only reason we're going in here. Okay, you were doing a fantastic job. You sold me. And that made me feel great. So I'm paying it forward. So if you want to have a fun little exchange with people. Try that. I say, hey, describe that for me. Don't ask for their opinion. Say, hey, can you describe the freaking lettuce? Can you describe the, the head of lettuce, the cabbage, if you will? They're like, what? The, it's got a nice watery crunch. I don't know. So it's just fun. And, and get the thing anyway because you do want to make sure you, you give them a good time. What else is happening? Dude, it's Christmas time. Presents are about, dude. And presents are the best, right? Presents is what Christmas is all about. But do I mean presents or do I mean our presents? Uh, <laughs> well, hold on one that. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like so often I'm searching for a pun that I start doing like an accidental sermon in a church. Is Christmas about the presents or is it about our presents? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah over there. I see you. Come on, son. And we're, it's about our presents. But like, listen, presents is great. It's great to be present. But. I, presents are just awesome, you know? Like, let's just say, let's just call spade a spade, right? Sometimes you get so overwhelmed in the anti-materialism that you don't acknowledge the sweetness of gifts. And that's okay. We can we can enjoy gifts for what they are. Is it the the actual meaning of the holidays? No, of course not. But let's not ignore the, the sweetness of them, okay? So when people talk about Christmas, it's not about the gifts. It's not about the toys. Yeah, but... Yeah, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like part of that whole experience is in there. Listen, it's about family and love and God. And you know what else? Gifts is part of the freaking, what is it? Seven love languages. It's part of love. Gifts. Okay. So maybe there's underwear, but it's love. It's gift. It's been on the show. So it's nice. And we like our gifts. But like I said, my one of my love languages is attention. So just give me more attention. But I, I wouldn't mind a gift, dude. I wouldn't mind a sweet gift. But I think I mentioned this on the last Christmas episode that, I mean, the Lord started out with gifts. It was the birth of Christ and they freaking gold, frankincense, myrrh, two of those you can't even spell. Crappy gifts regardless, but he loved them. It's not about the greatness of the gift okay it doesn't matter what's the baby gonna do with gold frankincense and myrrh nothing could have given him a rattle you know a diaper something a bink you know look whatever a baby needs okay at that age but they could have gotten the lord anything but they got him these 
were they expensive? Maybe, but they didn't put a lot of thought into it. Gold? You just go, that's like giving somebody a gift card on Christmas. There's no thought into that. That's not a sweet, loving gift. That's not part of my love language. So the wise men who, you know, were more wise than they were compassionate because they weren't giving sweet, loving, thoughtful gifts. They gave the things to start out with the gifts. Sometimes it's about the gifts and the gifts are nice. Dude, the gifts are nice. It's enjoyable. So I'm excited. I'm excited to give gifts, which is an interesting thing. As you get older, you get so excited about just receiving, but there's a powerful feeling and, you know, buying props for your show and then giving them out to people. So it's cool. I will say I wrapped them mostly because there was a private conversation doing and I couldn't do anything else. So I'm sitting here wrapping. Dude, wrapping can be stressful. And some of you, depending on where you're listening to this in relation to as Christmas is ticking down, are probably doing that right now. And you're panicking. Are you you know it becomes a whole experience your paper's not folding right and for some reason the tape's always running out like, i'm out of tape i'm out of tape and it's just so late the store's closed you can't go there and you're like trying to use be as gentle and sparingly as you can and you run out and you just kind of fold it and you're like trying to flip it upside down or try and stack it in such a way put a shoe on there whatever you got to do to keep that paper down so it just becomes a problem you're stacking the gifts a lot of these are stacked in such a way that if one thing tipples it's a chain reaction all of it comes undone surprise so it's tricky man it's tricky the tape's always running out and also where do the scissors go the scissors just they vanish they up and walk away i don't know how it works so if you're an experienced christmaser you you own multiple pairs of scissors if you walk into someone's house and they have anything less than three pairs of scissors they don't know what they're doing you're like hey by the way you're gonna you're gonna lose that okay and i gonna be sticking around you're not going to have that pair of scissors. I barely wrap gifts. I'm, I lost them already. I don't know where they are. I have one pair. I wrapped two gifts. Come on, dude. God. But it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> Presents. It's a wrapping fiasco. It's stressful. But hope you guys are having a swell time. Embrace the stress in such a way that maybe you can be present in that. I don't know what I'm saying. Again, it's very ceremony. I don't know how I go from pun to preach, but... Listen, if that's what the churches need, if they need a little bunsky in there. Oh, I forgot about my freaking Santa hat. Look, I've had this thing sitting next to me the whole time. All right? This is, it's part of the ensemble. Or the ensemble, ugh, as the French might say. So, um, <laughs> yeah. That's Christmas. I don't know how I'm supposed to do the headphones. It doesn't really, uh, it's just kind of, whatever. We'll just let it be. Hey guys, this is new. I feel a little, I'm hearing the acoustics of the room in a different way that I don't quite enjoy because it's less of my voice, but it's fine. It's cool. What else is going on with the holidays, dude? Not much. I mean, we're really winding down. We're getting so close that the music's a little louder. The movies are on every five seconds. Everybody's panicking. This is the real stress for them. You go into those stores like dun, 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 home alone kind of style. It's scary business. You got to be careful. And so all the people that are out there, I wish you the best of luck. You're probably listening to this again, like rapping it and being like, you're right, dude. I don't know what to do. Who is this? I don't know. We don't have a present for this guy. Wrap up, wrap up the backpack. I don't know who that is. Just wrap it up. Grandma's going to love it. Okay. It's just, it's part of the holidays. You got to enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, Christmas music, fun. Dude, I also say this. No matter <laughs> how many times I hear a freaking song, isn't it crazy that you cannot know the words to a Christmas song? I mean, I'm going to be 24 years old 
That's 24 years of the same song that I'm listening for two months out of the year from November to December or more, all right? That's at least a sixth of my life spent doing this one thing that I'm still not good at. You still don't know the words after a sixth of your life? It's time to give it up, okay? I keep running into lyrics in a song thinking, oh, I got it. Oh, wait, that's, what? Are you kidding me? Or when it's too quiet, you're like, glorious, or too early, glorious in ex-Chelsea's day. I don't know who ex-Chelsea's day, but it's not hers anymore. And I don't know the words, okay? One that recently happened was, I can't remember what the song is called, but it's the hang a highest, uh, I already blew it, up on the highest bar. And this happened last year. I heard the song and I go, oh, it's not that, it's that. And I remembered hearing it when it started this year. I was like, oh, I remember last year I thought it was whatever, but now I know that's hanging on the highest bar. That's the word. How did I not know it was bar the whole time? So I brought that up to my mom. I'm like, hey. I remember last year I was hearing this thing like an idiot. I couldn't believe I didn't know the lyrics to a Christmas song. And I was like, hang the highest man upon the highest bar. And she's like, it's not bar. It's bow. Whatever that is. But I got the lyric. I got it wrong twice. And not only that, but I remembered a lyric that I got it wrong previously. And I got it wrong again. I don't know. I can't figure. This is why I can't go Christmas caroling is one of my traditions because I don't know the words. So I don't see. You don't see people just caroling anymore because we don't know. Nobody knows the words to something, even though now we have Google. I don't know. I don't know the words, man. It's hard. Life is tough. That's Christmas, though. OK, sometimes you just don't have the uh, you don't have the lyrics of the beats. And that's why I do it. I don't know how many Hanukkah songs there are, but. If there's a few less than the 2,000 ones that we got here on Christmas, it might be a little easier, dude. It's a little less money, a little less decorative, and you just kind of enjoy it. And the togetherness is still there. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Presence. But, yeah, what else is actually happening? We did a gingerbread competition, okay, with our family. It was Mike Carlton. I said, I did this the last episode. I said, Mike Carlton. It's, it's just Carlton. He's not my Carlton. If anybody wants him, you can have him. He's not mine, but it's my brother Carlton. So it was my brother Carlton and his wife Addie. They were building a gingerbread house, and they are trying to be nice and cool about it, making it nice and neat and whatever. And the rest of our family was against them. And, and, and we, have, we have great circulation in our hands, so the icing just melts. It doesn't have that cold freaking mortar style to it. So they smoked us. Okay, honestly, when I look at their gingerbread thing, I'm like, wow, it's the, the architecture here, the way that the gingerbread collides with the Oreo crumbles, it's really it's something out of Frank Lloyd Wright, honestly. It's beautiful. But I was not going to say that to their face. As we made it, I was like, yeah, ours is way better. We threw a half-eaten cookie and a pork rind on there and called it a day. It was nice. I also put the pull up somewhere. By the way, we annihilated them. Okay, ours was better. I can't believe it. People showed up. I don't think. I mean, they guessed wrong. Honestly, theirs was better. But you know what I think it is, is that much like everything else in life, it was real. It wasn't this phony baloney kind of blueprint of what a house should be or what a family should be. Having gingerbread problems? No. It was real. It was rough. What you see is what you get, and it's the true mess of Christmas whatever that means, right? There was just, uh, it's not always clean. It's not always a Hallmark movie. Sometimes you throw a pork grind on there. Sometimes there's pork grinds. And, <laughs> and I don't know if that's a sermon you can make out of it. Hey, by the way, sometimes in life, 
There's pork rinds. You know what I'm saying? Can I get an amen? A hallelujah from the gentleman up in the front. Pork rinds. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we mopped the floor with them with our porky gingerbread house. And it just goes to show, dude, sometimes things messy, but it can still it can still be a champion. It can still be a winner and glorious, and you can make the most out of it regardless. Uh, guys, I think that's all I have to talk about this holiday season. I am so grateful and thankful for all the time we've had together. I hope you guys are having a beautiful holiday. No matter how hard it is and stressful, just make the most of it. Just like our crappy little pork rind gingerbread house. Guys, thank you. This has been the festive season. We Yes, we have one more full circus left in the year, which will be our New Year's episode, which I'm not I'm not doing this, okay? We're not doing a thematic thing. Like I said, I got to return this, okay? I don't even know what I get. Whatever. I can't even begin to think about making a, a mechanical ball that drops or something like that. Guys. Happy holidays, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, even though it's December, whatever. I don't know all the rules, but guys, I hope you guys have a beautiful time with your family. Presents, presents, gifts, whatever you want to do. That's Christmas. I love you guys. This has been an amazing experience. This has been and will always will be. Is this out? Whatever. Okay. Full circus. Hang a shining star. That's what it is. Stop on the highest bar. Bow, bow. Yeah. And have yours. No. Merry Christmas. Is this? Hey, here. Stop. Is this a festive jingle to start off the Christmas that's episode? That's what I'm hearing. You gotta be kidding me. You bet it, it is. is. Are you? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Sing along. Bells on Bob Making spirits bright. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. How it parted if to around and a one horse all been saying. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. How what fun it is to ride on a one horse open sleigh. Yeah, baby!